Sam Hartman, dude, he might he might could play for the Dallas Cowboys right now. Seriously though, I mean, let's just talk about it. The Cowboys now eight point underdogs to the Cincinnati Bengals. Now a little bit of context: this was a two and a half point spread a few I don't know a couple days ago. Prior to Dak Prescott going down. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys were favored in the game. I said I the Cowboys too. should actually be favored in this game. That's That was with Dak. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, they're eight-point dogs. Both these teams had a bunch of eyes on them uh, last week as well, of course. Dallas got to open up the season. Sunday night football against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They lost 19-3. to That game, this has nothing to do with the gambling side. I just want to give you these numbers really quickly. That game averaged 25.1 million total viewers. Wow. That was uh, the network. The network came out and said that it was the best Sunday night football opener audience they've had since Giants Cowboys averaged almost 27 million in 2015. And look at the other side of this thing with the Bengals, the Bengals on CBS taking on the Steelers on Sunday. Crazy game. That was the most watched week one uh, CBS regional uh, window since the NFL returned to CBS in 1998. That's crazy. It's just ridiculous. So people that think. That football is not king anymore and that yeah. it's going somewhere. Just shut it. I stopped watching. I don't want to hear about the politics. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, yeah. look at the numbers. Look at college football's the, numbers. This yeah, did you like that voice? I just did yeah. that too. All Thank of the you. guys that yeah. you just yeah. mimic right there I'll were jumping the through tables oh, excuse me, in, the, in, no, in that too. Yeah. yeah. Jumping through tables and going crazy on, on the tailgate. Yeah. So they're back and football's back. Long story short, a lot of eyes on both these teams. Last week, this week at 425 p.m., the Cowboys at home. Eight-point underdogs. Trista. You guys lost your starting quarterback. You lost your starting, I don't know, left guard. And your starting safety for multiple weeks. You do have Cooper. You got Cooper. Do you feel confident in him? Are you covering the number? How do you assess your team in this game in about a few days? So, I know that the number eight tells me that I should stay away and and take the Cowboys. I know that's what the math tells me. (laughs) But the NFL, the football tells me just the opposite. (laughs) Honestly, the math doesn't add up. up. And and I said this to a friend the other day. I was like, listen, I can't possibly play a bet that all logic in football tells me to go one direction and then trends in math tells me to go the exact opposite direction. Lonely path, TK. So I have to go where my heart is. I know what this team is. Like this team before Dak Prescott went down. And I've been saying this. I'm a big hater. This offensive line stinks. Dak Prescott is a mediocre quarterback without Tyron Smith. And Tyron Smith's not around for the year. And now there's a rookie in his stead protecting the blind side. And now... Would you look at that? Dak Prescott gets injured in the first game without Tyron Smith. Mm-hmm. All the weapons that they had last year that he relied on, like Amari Cooper, he is gone. He's Cedric missed. Wilson, he is missed. Yeah. Now, Ezekiel Elliott looks good, but I don't think he's going to look good for the entire year. And Tony Pollard's not going to be used enough for him to be meaningful. This defense is going to be able to make problems for almost any team in the league. They can get after the quarterback. Their secondary's okay, but it's Micah Parsons out there doing his worst. So to me, like I would go ahead and take the Bengals. Maybe I would get it down to a seven. I would buy the seven. But the the number for me can't go low enough in terms of the total. Mm. It's forty two and a half, and I and it moved down from fifty. Fifty, yeah, yeah, and I still don't care. I don't think the Cowboys. It's forty three and a half now, though. Yeah, I see. A, a, or maybe it's in. I'm in DC. Yeah. It depends on where you are. Yeah, you can get a forty two, forty three and a half. It's somewhere in between those, depending on what state you're in. But mm-hmm. I still don't care. Like I still like the under. I don't think the Cowboys score a touchdown in this one unless it's a defensive touchdown. Mm. Yeah, because the problem is Mike McCarthy's their head coach. Yeah. And 
I mean this with all due respect. He's the worst head coach in the NFL right now. And I, I don't mind Dan How Quinn do you or say Kellen that Moore. With all due respect. Yeah, I with mean, all due respect, sir, nice you are the guy, worst you know? at Someone your has job. To be. Like my team should have three That's Aaron Rodgers should have should have at least three Super Bowl rings. We always get but, back to Aaron Rodgers. But and Mike McCarthy stunk. And uh there's a reason why he was canned in Green Bay. There's a reason why he's not gonna probably make it into the next season. I think if anything, though, you don't can Mike McCarthy. Because let's say Dan Quinn then takes over as the interim head coach. He could probably win you some games. And then and you if have I'm to Dallas, pay him, and then you have to keep him. Yeah. He's looking at draft picks now. Because like, look yes. at, it was a disastrous offseason, man. You don't bring back Randy, Randy Gregory. You don't really Huge. do anything on the offensive line. Don't give Vaughn Miller. Amari Cooper's gone. They Jackson's actually lost gone. multiple guys in the offensive like, line. Connor McGovern. Mm-hmm. I mean, Connor Williams, excuse yeah. me. CeeDee Lamb can't create any separation. He can't get himself open. I don't love the tight end room. So, like, with Dallas, it's a bad roster. Now without Dak Prescott. I probably would have bet them if Dak was playing in this game. What no, I'm going to do, I also don't really trust the Bengals until I know if T. Higgins is going to be cleared as well. He's in the concussion protocol. Love Jamar Chase. I like Tyler Boyd. A little worried about Joe Burrow after that first performance. But then again, he had no time in the pocket. The Steelers were all over him. This is not the same defense, Pittsburgh and Dallas. So what I'm going to do, stay away from this game. I'd probably look at the under, but man, we could have had 50. Now it's 43 and a half. I'm going to use the Cincinnati Bengals as my survivor pick, though. I was going to say I'd probably just continue to fade uh, the Cowboys. But next week they get the Giants. And I know I love the Giants. But I like Survivor more, so I'll probably pump the brakes on just fade in Dallas. This week, though, I think this is the perfect opportunity. I don't know if the Bengals win by 11. I don't know if they win by 2. They should win this game, though, right? Even on the road in oh, Dallas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so they're going to be my Survivor pick, and that's going to be the way that I play it. Yeah, I, I like both of the breakdowns that you guys uh, gave out. To me, and you kind of touched on it, my biggest issue has been the narrative surrounding the Cincinnati Bengals and that offense in the first game against the Steelers. Number one. That Steelers defense is probably the best defense in the league. It's the most expensive. Most expensive defense in the league. Definitely a top five unit. Oh, yeah. We're talking about a Bengals team that does have a brand new offensive line. People say, oh, that offensive line sucks. They spent all this money to improve their offensive line. They gave up seven sacks. The offensive line is expensive. They never played a game together before. Right. And you're going up against TJ Watt in a like a, a tradition-rich defense Week one after in a, rivalry you, in a rivalry game, and you embarrassed them twice last mm-hmm. year, yeah. and, and and put it and rubbed it all in their faces. So it's like I don't take too much out of a, a few things that I saw. So let's go back though to the Bengals side of things and the interceptions and and the uh, sacks, seven sacks of Joe Burrow uh, over the the weekend, and he threw four interceptions, but he did have over three hundred passing yards and two touchdowns. I'm not concerned about that offensive line. I think that offense is still going to be really good this year. Mm-hmm. And I think the Bengals are going to be just fine. Because when you look at it like this, the Steelers had seven sacks and 26 total pressures across 71 pass blocking reps. But Cincinnati had 94 offensive plays. Those were the most plays in the NFL in the last 20 years. Week one, they ran 94 offensive plays. So you might be saying, why do you, why do you bring that up? They still got sacked seven times. Well, the volume alone of pass blocking plays opens up the Bengals to more sacks if you're, I don't know, down, yeah. calling the most offensive plays in the NFL in 20 years, week one, and your yeah. quarterback just had his appendix removed, and the offensive line doesn't even know the last name of the guy he's blocking beside. So I think, when I look at this game, I know the number is eight. Everybody in their, in their mama is probably thinking the Bengals eight, the Bengals eight, or the number's too big. I came back to Bengals after they got sacked last week seven times and threw four interceptions. I like the Bengals with the number eight this week. I mean, you look at Dallas, what how how much worse can it get? 
We got Jerry Jones up here on radio lying to the people talking about some. No, Dak is going to be fine. We're not going to put him on IR. He'll be back in four weeks. Why We're optimistic talk about right that. Away? Like the Jerry, Steelers, the Steelers didn't say anything about T- well, TJ Watt. We saw him on the sideline go, "Oh f, I just tore my pec." Yeah. Right. And the Steelers were like, "Nope, nothing to see here. He'll, he'll be just fine." So I'm saying we can we see Jerry, you. Jerry, ten minutes after the game, was like, yeah, "Dak, Dak is going to be out for a while now." And it's like, "Why didn't you just shut your mouth, Jerry?" Right. Like, Jerry don't, Jones, don't give anybody extra time to prepare up. against Mike McCarthy. That who dummy, get, that who, doofus. Jerry Jones keeps getting you know? like okay. media scrums post game, and I'm like. I have never seen an owner just get out here and talk about personnel. Dak just gonna be, also, just all after Dak the game. Be just fine. Also, Cincinnati Bengals first half. It's not out. It'll be out in a few days. Uh, that's an automatic play. If yeah. it's a five, it's, I don't know what the number is going to be, but I take that automatic. I like the Bengals team to- total over. I know we haven't given our official plays, but Trist, I like that. I think the Bengals roll in this one. They win by at least ten points. Cowboys and Cooper Rush suck. They're yeah. going to need some snow jasmine after that game because <laughs> yeah, you don't want to remember snow what happened. Snow jasmine. Snow jazz.